0: good morning good afternoon good evening welcome to today's episode of musings with jesus my name is shola i'm your host thank you for joining me i hope you're well i hope all is good with you in your world um today is the um 26th it 26th or 27th 27th of january yeah 2023 yeah that we're in the first month already. Ending the first month pretty fast. So, I, you know, every day I, I become more aware of how God has been good to me, and I, I just find myself just really thinking about. A lot of things, you know, just really reflecting. I had to reply. I sent a, a, a friend of someone, well, a classmate that we had. um we were in seminary together. We exchanged emails. And I just, you know, the person was asking me, how have I been finding seminary, Bible school? And I said, well, for me, it has been very impactful because early on, like second month in, I experienced it really you know, serious miracle. Um, I don't know whether, I can't say it was, it was, um, it was this program itself or the course or the exercises we were doing. But I believe that God, I believe that the way everything happened, I believe that it was a part of the, 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 the obedience, the process that led to my going to seminary to my taking that course which, was, which I really shouldn't have taken in that first semester and the exercises that I went through in that process and where it led me to was very instrumental to the miracle that then occurred immediately afterwards and I think what it brings out for me is the importance of obedience, the importance of working with God, the importance of you know, God has His way of doing things. I think that's the one thing that um, I is my reflection. He has His way of doing things, and His way is very different from our ways, and His thoughts are very different from our thoughts. His way, He has His own way, and when you are walking with God. And in, I'm, this is what I have seen in my life. I'm, so I'm really talking about what I have seen. I'm not saying, you know, it applies to everybody. But this is what I have noticed in my life. That when I'm walking with God, he... You know, you, you have to really walk with him. And there's an element of trust. Because sometimes you don't even know where he's taking you to. But He knows. Uh, he knows what he's doing. He knows what he's doing. And then he's... His, um, how would I say, his timetable. His scheduling is, is, is strange. <laughs> I'm sorry, there's no better way to put it. It's very strange. So a journey that you would imagine maybe would take five days or five weeks, it may end up taking five months, sometimes even five years. And... You just have to trust Him. I won't say trust the process, but trust Him. Trust the Lord of the process. And But when the five years is over, or the five months, or the five weeks, you will actually feel like, oh my goodness. You you actually get to a place of being able to thank Him. Like, I thank God for that. Like me now, I went through a very difficult two years. The reason why I say two years is because It has actually why do i even say two years really because it's actually more than two years it's two and a half years and in fact depending on when you count the problem actually started it's, it's it's about three years but i will say two years because two years is when i knew when you now know you know it's one thing to think oh i think i have a problem oh there's something going on here but when you now know i have a problem and this is what it is that was for two years so The point at which I now knew that I I am in need, I am in problem. I knew that I had a problem. And I, you know, I just, I mean, my whole life became consumed by it. So that lasted two years. And yeah, But the, there was like, before that, I would say four to six months when I just felt, okay, you know okay It looks like something is this is not quite right this is you know but okay maybe it's because of this maybe it's because of that okay if i change this then this will happen so i was still in that space of yeah it's looking like this is not really working it's looking like this is happening but i wasn't yet sure of what i was dealing with it hadn't fully it hadn't become clear to me so two years of knowing and not being able to really do much not even knowing oh it was horrible it was really horrible I have great respect for people who have dealt with some very serious lifelong challenges. It's not, um, I I went into a world that I had never been into, and it's not as if I haven't had challenges in my life, but uh, this one was just different. And I think it's because the other challenges one has had, there was respite. You know, so there would be, maybe it was, you know, um, there, there was respite, yeah. You know, maybe it was like maybe a, a child with asthma or something. At least there are moments when they'll be symptom-free. Although, I, I mean, I remember, you know, my eldest son who had it for a long time. You know, there are moments of respite, let's just say, until God finally healed, you know, and, and took care of all of that. But this one, there was, there was no respite, and the intensity... ...of what was going on. It was... It really it really affected me. It really did because... Um, and I didn't even know it affected me... ...until when the situation started to improve... ...then I now realized that I had been affected. And, you know, when you read about people who work in conflict zones... ...they talk about this where when they are hit... ...they continue running, you know, they may even be helping other soldiers... ...not even knowing that they've been hit... Sometimes it's when they've even gotten the wounded to the place of safety that they'll now realize, ah, what's this thing on my shirt? They didn't realize that they were actually hit as well. Whereas they actually carried other wounded people, took them to safety, got help for them, not even realizing that they themselves were in need of help. That's exactly what happened to me. So I was... I I was I was also I was also wounded. I was also seriously impacted. But I didn't realize. So I think because God saw what had happened to me, had seen that I was I was also be you know I was I was I was impacted, you know. And that's the thing. Even though what happened didn't directly impacted me, but I was emotionally impacted, I was spiritually impacted, I was impacted in my faith. I was impacted in my spirit, I was impacted in my soul particularly my soul i was in my mind oh my goodness oh lord i was so impacted so i think god knew that i needed deep spiritual intervention and he knew that it wasn't something that oh just say oh go and meet this person let them pray for you or this he knew that it wasn't that kind of thing so he sent me to seminary and i remember then when i saw the price of what you know the cost would be like, I actually searched around for some schools around here, but I was very concerned about the theology. I really wanted sound theology, I wanted scriptural sound theology. I wanted, you know, I didn't want any denominational church related thing, I wanted something that was interdenominational, so it's not about oh, come and join my church, but I wanted something that was really scriptural based, as in the kind of teaching that Paul, and Peter, and Paul would teach. I wanted that because Peter and Paul for me the difference between the apostles um the early church and the many christian leaders we see now is that they were non-denominational. They weren't setting up churches and saying the church of Peter, the church of Paul, you know. They were setting up churches in people's houses, the churches of um of of of, of Christ and you know it was being set up in people's homes and it was like a loose um um constellation of believers who who you know looked at them as their fathers in the faith but by and large we were, were, were led by Christ led by the gospel and, and and led by Jesus of course they had affiliation to the apostles and those who planted the churches of them but the unifying um thing was Christ and the gospel so very very they were very focused on the teachings of Jesus the teachings of the apostles based on the teachings of Jesus and the practice of the faith and the practice of the gospel and you know modeling what christ lived and died for and 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 saved you know for you know for so that was really what i was looking for so i found by the grace of god he led me to western seminary and it was so when i was seeing it was, was it was a bit pricey at least for me i'm in nigeria earning you know local currency and having to pay in a different high value currency it wasn't easy at all even though i did get some discount from the school but when i was thinking of the course because i was like okay it's one thing to start would i be able to even finish this should i go for a full year's program a full master's program or should i just do a diploma and a certificate and when i when i was still having that conversation and i was weighing it against you know spending this money on myself as against spending it on those that depend on me you know future education that kind of thing and i was like i'm already educated and all that and then god said something to me that just ended it he said he said, this is a health and life intervention. Don't look at it as an education, that this is your health and your life. When he said that, I, I ended as in all the calculations in my head stopped. Because I knew what he was saying. What he was saying is that you need help. You need help. And I'm telling you that this is the way you will go and get that help. And if you don't get this help, hmm, where you end up, in fact... I just understood what He was saying, so that's how I signed up. I just beat the bullet didn't think about it, thank God, and as God would have it, they ended up giving me a bit of a discount, which was also helpful, very, very much appreciated, and that's how I registered. I didn't even think about how would I be able to afford the whole thing. I just you know and not knowing, so this was when I was in application for months until January when I finally started, not knowing that, God knew. And then again, there were some courses I should have taken. So the course I ended up taking in that first semester, it was the part two of a course that I should have taken, a part one, before taking that part two. But by the time I registered, it was late. I was a late, uh, a late registrant. And the part one course, the 501 of it, CS501, Um, ...was already... ...which is about Christian spirituality... ...was already full... ...so they were not taking any more students... ...so I then had to take CS502... ...and this was all God leading me... ...because normally I should have said... ...oh you know what... ...let me wait until I can then do CS501... ...perhaps in the second semester... ...my second semester... ...and then I then do... ...but God said no... ...do CS502... ...there's no restriction... ...so I went ahead and did... ...and I'm not that kind of person... ...normally I like to do things sequentially... I don't like to, I would not, I'm not the kind of person that would like to do, if something is part one, part two, I would like to read part one before reading part two, because I believe that otherwise it's going to be harder for me to understand part two, you know, so I would, except you're telling me there's no correlation between one and two, I would prefer to do one before two, so, but somehow I ended up going to do 502, even when I hadn't done 501, not knowing that, (laughs) that was the path of my deliverance. Not just me, but the deliverance of the situation that was indirectly and then directly also causing me to have all these challenges that I then started having. Or secondary trauma, let me put it that way. Um, so I started the program in January, and it was this wonderful... It was called Christian, Christian Discipline, Spiritual Discipline. And it, we read a lot of books about the practice of discipline. In fact, I have to go and get those books out because they were really... It was really nice. And I in my podcast, I shared a lot of the recordings I did in 2022, January, February, March. I talked a bit about that, particularly January and February. How you need to have a practice of prayer, practice of faith, practice of meditation, you know, and, and the fact that there's a discipline about it that is necessary. And we shouldn't say just because we're believers, we just go anyhow, which is how some I had been living my life. So I was, and, and it was a very practical course. So they would teach us these things, would read the books that were recommended, and then we'll be, we'll, we'll be asked to practice some of the things. And we, we checked into scripture, we saw that Jesus had a practice of waking up early in the morning to pray, we saw that the apostles had a practice of gathering together to meditate on scripture, practice of praise, practice of singing hymns, um, practice of fasting, you know, we, so we looked at all of the scriptural disciplines that are recommended and practiced in the Bible. And we just, so people started, you know, we just encouraged us to sort for everyone to develop their own sort of rhythm. And it was to make us realize that being Christians, the fact that we were Christians and God doesn't prescribe, okay, pray five times a day like some religions do or fast every month. Doesn't mean that we shouldn't do those things, but that there's evidence that the disciples practices and that Jesus taught that these things should be practiced. So we should do them. How often? You know, daily prayer, of course, that is is, is is everywhere in the Bible. The Bible also talks about daily meditation. You know, you say you should meditate on his word day and night. Joshua 1 talks about that. Psalm 1 talks about that. You know, um, so many other scriptures as well. So daily meditation in study of the Bible. Daily prayer, Jesus talks about when you pray. Um, fasting and prayer shouldn't be daily, but when you pray. So every now and then as led by the Spirit you know so many other disciplines around hospitality around you know but what i got from it was that there was a discipline it should be something that you discipline yourself to do. just like how um um what's this um what's this thing fitness is a discipline you know you, you and diet is a discipline you diet you discipline yourself to eat in a certain way to eat plant-based diet or you know protein-based diet or that kind of thing you know you discipline you know low carb um, low carbohydrates diet these are all disciplines and you have a rhythm around it you have a culture you know so anyways and, and this is really good because it's making me remember all these things again i have to go and up that because so so I, I did all those disciplines and rhythms and in the process it led me to a point where i realized that i just needed to you know reconcile with god and say you know what i know you have a call on my life there was there was some unfinished business between me and god which I had ignored, and I thought he had forgotten, because I I felt our relationship had grown beyond that. Until today, I don't know what was so significant about that conversation that I had that night. It was very early; it was about one a.m. or something in the morning, on I think the twenty-fifth of February or so. And I just said to God, I was led. You know how you have a conversation with God. I didn't know that was one of the most important conversations I would have with Him. In you know, as you know, in my in fact, it was a very important conversation, and we we started from talking about this, and it was a very heart to heart exchange. It lasted probably just for a few minutes, but when it got to so a point where I just said, "You know what, God? I, you know, I am I am going to fulfill your call. I know. I just brought up this thing that has been between us for years, decades, and I haven't. You know, I was like, okay, and I don't even know what made me because if if I knew that this was such an important thing. I would have done this talking ago, but gate it's not, well, I don't know, anyway. So I just said, you know what? God, I know that you've always wanted me to be this person. You know, you had this gift you've put in my life. You've called me to be this person. And you know what? Now I'm I'm ready. I'm going to answer the call. I, I recognize that call of my life and I'm going to answer that call. And we ended the conversation. I don't even remember him. He he, he, he likely he said something to me. I can't remember what it was he said. All I know is that I went back to sleep, woke up by 10 a.m. 11 that same day. I got confirmation that the most unbelievable miracle, what we had been praying for for two years, symptoms that had tormented us, that had. had controlled our lives our waking moments even our sleeping moments the lord had miraculously taken it away if you ask me what was the correlation between so for me it was too much so there were there were things going on on my side there were things also going on on the side of the person directly involved so but everything came together so but i i can't say that i've asked myself that is it a coincidence that this happened the same morning when I prayed this prayer that I have never in my life told God? I mean this is something that has been I've known that there's there has that there's a call of my life since I was like 18 or 19 and I've been running from God since then. But I thought I was that the things that I was doing for him or in the kingdom were sufficient. But I, you know, and i mean i didn't know that this all i did was god i okay i accept the call and i'm going to walk show me what you want me to do and i'll do that was all i said and between that time and now i can't tell you that i've done anything different from what i was doing i'm still already i was doing the podcast then i'm still doing the podcast i'm not doing it any differently i'm not doing anything remarkably different from then in fact I started thinking about that some days ago like god did i miss something <laughs> is there something i should be doing that i'm not doing because i don't understand why that conversation was so significant from your perspective whereas physically speaking nothing has changed in terms of my commitment to you well perhaps it has actually perhaps it has i think i have a, a stronger sense of partnership now i have a stronger sense of responsibility um yeah so there are in it's um there is a difference in that, yes, I now recognize, and I'm walking intentionally in the sense that, yes, I am. There's a call of God in my life, and God is expecting me to fulfill that call, and I'm walking in that, in that power. Let me put it that way. And, and when I say power, I don't mean power. I mean more like in the empowerment of the knowledge of that, in the consciousness of that knowledge, in the power of the consciousness of that knowledge. And that, yeah, yeah, that knowledge, that um, empowering, that um, is a word I'm looking for. I'm struggling to find it. Anyway, so it's so so. He, the long and short of what I'm saying is that his ways are not our ways. Because in all of this, I I can't even explain to you. I don't understand why that conversation with him was had was as significant as it was. Some. You could say, you know, some people could say, am I sure it's connected to what happened? Yes, I can't prove to you that it was connected, but honestly, it, it, it's too it's too much of a... Co- it's, it can't be disconnected. It's very... I think it's even more difficult for me to prove that it was not connected than to say that it was connected because it's too much of a coincidence for me. It was too much of a coincidence. What are the odds? And it, because that was a very significant conversation that I had with him... And I felt it, I knew it was a significant conversation. I was even surprised that I was even saying that because I felt you're already doing the podcast. You're doing, you know, so why would you think? But I felt something pushed me, something led me. I won't say pushed, something, it was it was a we we I just felt the need to say it. But it was significant. And you know, God operator, I I I just I'm just gonna leave it here because He's just a very he's very different from the way things we are what we're used to. But it's not a different bad, it's different good. You know, he's, he's 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 positively different, but he's different. He's very different. His way of thinking, his way of seeing, his way of doing things, you know. It's, 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 yeah, it's different. It's very different it's not bad different but it's different it is definitely different and i think because it's different it's it, it 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 takes that's why we need faith to go along with him because he's not going to ask you to it's, it's going to be very different from what you're used to for more it won't make sense logically he's not going to ever tell you to do anything that is contrary to the word of god we thank god that we have his word so if you, if anyone is telling you to do anything just know that it's not from god even if it's a spirit it's an angel angelic looking being, just know that it's not from God. So, but if it's something that is in line with the Scripture, does not contradict the Word of God, it's likely to still sound strange in terms of what He's telling you to do and how, you know. Um, yeah, but I'll just leave it at that. Thank you very much for listening. God bless you. Stay lifted, and have a wonderful day. In the name of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Amen.